Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered, behind-the-scenes, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav. And I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of Location Indie. And you may have noticed there was no timer in this episode, Trav. Yes, that's because once a month, we're going to be rolling out a very special bonus episode for you where we're highlighting one of our Location Indie members and their story of how they became location independent. We're going to be doing that today. So let's get into it. Each person's location independent journey is unique. We all have our own creative approach to business, to travel, and how we blend everything together to manifest our ideal lifestyle. And one of the things that inspires me most day in and day out is when we see location indie community members consistently taking action towards their goals and then leaning on the ally community along the way for support and advice while also giving back. So each month, we like to highlight one member of the location in the community is putting in the work that it takes to go ally. And we highlight them not only to recognize their efforts, which we're going to do, but also so we can learn from their wins and setbacks. So I'm super excited to welcome this month's Location Indie Member of the Month. Lise, congratulations, Lise. Big welcome to you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. And as I mentioned to Lise and, and the people joining us live a tiny bit earlier, I have had the good fortune of getting to know a bit of your story through getting to meet in person and, and, and some of our experiences, getting to hang out in Mexico and, and things like that. But for those of you or for the people who are listening who haven't got to your story, let's like take it really far back because this is some of the stuff that even I don't know. And, uh, and you're doing this and, and work towards this location-independent lifestyle with kids. So I know that's a, a bit unique. For some people, for you, and, and some people won't be in that situation. But where did you first kind of hear about this idea of location independence? When did this first enter your head as something that you may want to do? That is an awesome question because I would say the the concept of being in, in many places or visiting many places, um, just seeing the world, which is a big part of being location indie for anybody. Um, That's kind of been with me just because my parents would take us around um, traveling. My family's originally from Puerto Rico. So growing up, we'd go back there, you know, but that was kind of my extent of of knowing, hey, let's go somewhere for vacation um, or going and doing road trips around the U.S. So I think I, I always had this little thing in me that just said, you know, there's other places to be besides just at home. Um, then I, I stumbled upon, I mean, really, it was just a, a matter of getting an iPhone and my friend saying, hey, there's this thing called podcasts. If you hit it, you can look for anything you want. <laughs> and I seriously, because I'm not a techie at all, like I was trying to stay away from iOS as long as possible. Because um, to me, it just seems more more tricky. And But I tell you that the minute that I found podcast and then I thought well I love traveling I will just like insert the word travel and see what comes up um and just you know I found I listened to Rick Steves on PBS and I saw um his son had a podcast and so I listened to that and then um at the bottom you know how with on on the iOS platform it shows you if you listen to this you might also like this right and there was epop right there and I was just like I don't know what this guy is he's holding a globe (laughs) but you know, let's listen. I looked through all your topics. And then just from day one, when you started talking, 
my eyes were like, oh, this is a thing. Like, this is a real thing that people do. Okay. It's not just like me in the back of my head somewhere thinking like I should be somewhere else. Um, so I think that was when, and that was only about a year ago, um, to to put it into perspective for timing wise, like that was about when I found your podcast, maybe just a little over a year ago, yours, which then of course led me to um, the LI podcast and also listening to Jason. So it's really, um, just been in the last year that I've been gaining the, um, I guess, further interest because I realized, okay, this is a real thing. So I, I should jump on. So what, before you kind of listened to the podcast, was it that you just thought, Hey, I want to, I want to travel more. Like I'd like to, let's say, let's use the word vacation. Like I'd like to see more of the world. So I like to vacation more. Right. I like to have more time off work so I can vacation. Or did you have an inkling of this idea of location independence of wait a second, maybe it's not just a vacation. Maybe, maybe there's some way this is actually like a life and a lifestyle. Right. My whole, um, my, my thought pattern before finding the podcast was I, we go on vacation, we go places and then we come back and, you know, it was waiting for my husband to have enough time off so we could go somewhere or, you know, when the kids didn't have school, so we could go somewhere. And I was pretty content with, you know, our like suburban lifestyle. You know, I had a part-time job. I volunteered at the school, you know, for years, just kind of doing the stay-at-home mom thing and and not really thinking, oh, look, I have things that I know how to do. I should make a business out of it. Um, it was really just doing that traditional lifestyle. And so, yeah, for me, it was really thinking, oh, like, I just want to see more places. Um, yeah. Then as a result of listening distinctly to the Location Indie podcast is when I started, you know, the more I heard people talk about, well, you can do that and not have to live at home. You could not have a home. You could be nomadic. You could do it all. So, yeah. What was the reception from like your husband and also the kids? Because I know a lot of times it's a similar situation, right? Someone finds something. So they find this new idea, their brain starts turning, they're listening to podcasts and they get, they get really into something. I, I'm speaking from experience, right? But then the other people in your life might not even know that you found this, right? Because it can all happen in a day or two or three. Yeah. Yeah. So what was, what was that like when you sat down or decided to say, hey, I want to talk to my husband and my kids about, yeah, I want to travel more and here's something that I'm looking into and here's a lifestyle that might be feasible down the road. What did they, like, what was their take with that? Um, it was, it was, he was skeptical. I mean, my husband is a very like cutthroat guy, you know, he's an engineer, he needs facts, he needs numbers, he needs to know like what's happening in a day. And so to, to think about that, there's this thing that you could not know what's happening, but you should go for it anyway. (laughs) Um, so it, it took just kind of me being, um, present with being involved in the community and, you know, kind of like not, I wouldn't like go somewhere in a corner and listen to podcasts. Like I just listen to them openly or, you know, I would share it with them or just, you know, be listening to the Zoom calls kind of, you know, as they're like, I'm here in the dining room table. So I'm like out in the open. Um, so I think just the more I talked about what I've learned, explained to him, you know, hey, there's people out there who know how to do 
you know, these things and, you know, they've created websites or they've created, um, you know, they have a lot of knowledge and they're using their knowledge and that's a real thing, you know, and I think the one thing that has softened him up a little bit to the whole idea that, you know, cause I've been talking about this for about six, like more seriously about, you know, six months or so now, um, is that he, you know, he's been 20 plus years in corporate America. So he's actually really ready to get off that horse. Like just, it's been working for the man for too long. Um, he's seen how companies treat their employees and, and there's been a lot of ups and downs and highs and lows. And, you know, we started out in New Jersey, we were in Texas, we went to Colorado, we're back in Texas. That's all because of corporate moves or corporate this, that, and the other, you know? So Really, it, it wasn't well received, but I think it's coming to that place now where he's understanding. And then the kids are just kind of like, yeah, we'll do whatever. I mean, they just they're happy to be able to get involved. Like my my oldest daughter is already like, I can do your Instagram for you, mommy. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, she's all they're all in. I think that's a pretty neat perspective where it was a bit of a show. Don't tell. Like, obviously, you're talking about it and you're saying I'm learning this. But then you were living it out a bit. You just say, all right, I'm going to, I'm not going to shirk my duties at home, but I'm going to be learning new things out in the open, whether it be on zoom calls, whether it be listening to podcasts in the car with other people listening. So you're not force feeding it down someone's throat. You're just saying, Hey, this is a part of, of my new reality that I'm going to start learning about. And it almost then starts to seep in a little bit by osmosis, right? Like they're just hearing it. And now all of a sudden your husband's thinking, yeah, like I knew I was a bit unhappy with this kind of stuff, but I, you know, everyone is, right? I'm sure that was thought. Like everyone feels this way if they've been working somewhere for 20 years. But now he's starting to see, wait, there's another way. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm I'm learning this again almost by accident because my wife is just kind of has it on and and is present with it. Right. Yep, exactly that. What do you think for you then? is the driving force because you mentioned it was this idea of hey i want to see more places but and, and it probably is like you know for you selfishly you're like i do want more right i i want to experience more but with a family and with a husband who's working and, and with kids is there like a deeper motivation do you think there for for to like build a life that maybe then allows them to have something that that quote unquote regular kids might not have, or maybe that you didn't have growing up or something like that? Uh, I would say my motivation now, my, my deeper motivation is definitely to be able to, to grow something that would give us the freedom to be able to spend more time together and, or go have the freedom to just do the untraditional thing. So not that I want to rob my kids of you know, being able to like grow up and go to college and all that. Cause you know, everyone kind of looks back on those years with some fondness and you definitely learn a lot about yourself. But at the same time, I think I just want them to see, you know, there, there is more than one way to um, be able to support yourself or sustain yourself. You know, you don't have to only go to a college for four years or two years or whatever, get a degree possibly get in debt, you know, and just all of, all of that, you know, and, and also like, as I just create that freedom that we can, you know, if we want to go take off to Mexico, we can, or, you know, 
go to Geneva and take the whole family. You know, it's not like waiting for days to have, you know, waiting for just that one week off that everybody gets or something. Um, so really it's about, you know, just trying to capitalize on what time we have left. I mean, my oldest is 16, the next one is 15 and then 13. So they are progressively um, asking to hang out with friends and do things with other people and, you know, if, I mean, my daughter is looking at colleges, you know, just starting out, but she's looking at colleges. And so we're, we realize, okay, we have maybe a year to two years left with um, them wanting to hang out with us. And then it's going to be down a kid and then we'll have like another year and then we'll be down a kid. And so, you know, where a lot of people that have the little kids are looking forward to that. Like I remember when they were little, you know, and, and it was just like all these little things with legs running away from me, not listening. But, you know, and so that sounds awesome right now. But when you've lived that whole, you know, life and you see them growing up and they're becoming who they want to be, it's cool. But at the same time, it's like, okay, now these last couple of years, like, let's make it golden. Let's do some fun stuff. Um, you guys can go off. And then when you come back to find us, you know, we might be in Germany. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. I, that's awesome. I love that because you're saying hey, be, kind of before I lose a little bit of a grip on my kids, I want to show them that there is other possibilities. Yeah. But also, I just want to spend a lot of time with them because, you know, they're going to start doing their own stuff more and more, whatever, start their own families down the road, all that kind of stuff. Maybe move back in with you. Maybe you'll have more time with them than, than, than you want. Yeah. <laughs> right? uh, you never know. But yeah, but I do like that you're saying like, I want to I want to do stuff for myself, but I also want to use it to show them there's another world as they're in this kind of formative stage of teens into their 20s, where they're going to be asking themselves the questions, hey, what do I do? Yeah. Do I, do I get a job? Do I start work up the corporate ladder? Oh, maybe I'm dissatisfied with this. If I am dissatisfied, are there other options? You're saying, well, I'm going to show them that there are other options here, both as a little, as someone who's younger, but also even as you're progressing in life, like it doesn't matter where you are that you have these options for you then, what is it, you know, you said that you've kind of been in this world for about a year now, what have the options, like what is kind of clarified in your head as maybe the path forward at this point with, with the caveat that all of us know that this will change. Um, but you know, you've spent a year kind of figuring out where, what do I want? What, you know, learning about this, what do you see as maybe your path forward? For me, I would um, like to create a, a business that is going to pull residual income pretty much just to be able to have that to lean on and be able to, to go and, and do, you know, whatever. And so um, that's the main goal of just, you know, being in this community and learning and gleaning a lot from everything that everyone has to say on um, the calls, you know, all the information, all of the, um, technical advice and technical just I mean I'm having a lot of aha moments with just learning about you know what's out there what resources are out there there's so many ways to um, build sites or build places to put you know my information or you know what it is I'm trying to create and so that's really the next step for me um, I I've had tons of ideas I'm kind of you know I'm like you, Travis, with the ideas just flowing out from everywhere. And so, you know, I did a lot of the exercises that you talk about, like when I first joined LI and um, you have the launch pad, you know, all those steps that you just talk about, like just bring dump, get it all out there and start thinking. Because like I said before, you know, my, my main 
goal was to really be able to see more, you know, the deeper goal is to have the freedom, but now how am I going to do that? Cause I was never a business oriented person. I wasn't, um, you know, thinking I got to, I got to do stuff to make money. Like I was kind of okay. Just working for somebody else, you know, part-time. Um, and so that's, that's been one of the greatest things about being exposed to the community is realizing, okay, if I just dig a little bit deeper and actually brain dump everything that I've ever thought of that I could do, you know, it's, it's going to be feasible. Then I follow the steps that so many of um, the speakers have talked about, you know, all of the different, like I was just even last week, Mitch's, Hey Mitch, um, his last, you know, talk and, and just about everything that's possible to do. Um, the virtual summit was amazing. And that was another thing that just be able to, um, it was able to kind of, get me a lot more resources and ideas about what do I go next? What do I do next with this information that I have? Um, you know, raising kids and kind of working for somebody else, you kind of, I mean, I'll just speak for myself. Like I kind of put in the back burner, like what it was that I could do. You know, mm-hmm. you, do the, you do your everyday stuff that you do all the time. Um, and so, but once I was really taking the time to, to just let it all flow out, I realized, okay, like I, I have enough in me to be able to create content for other people. Um, so so you, were, wanna, you were selling yourself short a bit or, or just kind of taking a short-sighted view of it, maybe. Yeah, like I'm just going to do this and, and watch the kids, not thinking maybe bigger picture of what you actually could put out there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely agree with that. It's, it, it was just moving on in life, you know, just taking the next step and doing whatever comes next. And um, again, probably thinking, oh, like I'll get a job eventually when the kids are old enough, you know, kind of a thing. Um, but really, and that's still tempting sometimes. I mean, it's still tempting because there's things that I know I would like to do. Um, you know, I, I have always enjoyed, um, the world of study abroad, I've always enjoyed like universities and just that whole like learning, higher ed learning. Um, I myself spent a lot of time in college, seven years, just, you know, starting with one major, I changed my major, ended up with a language degree. And so, but through all of that, you know, being able to, um, I didn't study abroad, but my sister did. And I went with her for a little bit and just that whole world of study abroad and introducing young people to um, other cultures and other places. I, I love that. And so I'm kind of tempted, you know, to go back into that world and say, well, I'm going to get a job in that because, you know, I mean, there's universities all over the place down here and it'd be easy enough to just apply and get a job. But really it's, it's thinking, okay, that would put me back where I started. I'd be working for somebody else. No, let me create something that will be sustainable and can grow. And then, go from there. And what do you think that is? Again, we know that it'll probably change, right? Like you'll start with one idea and you'll create that and then it'll morph into something else. And then two years later, it might look completely different or it might be a spur of something you were doing. But right now, what do you think that is for you? Is it is it creating something in the study abroad or higher education realm where you're not working for school, but you're working as a consultant or is there something different? Yeah, right now, what I've been focusing on creating is a series of um, tutoring and language uh, health resources. So I have two, it's kind of a twofold idea. One of them is going to be, or one of them is um, 
uh, live kind of interactive and uh, online tutoring one-on-one with me. So for people who are English speakers, native English speakers or, or any, um, but want to learn French, um, I got my degree in French from Rutgers. Um, I can tutor them. I can teach you, you know, cause I was that native English speaker and I didn't learn it from early on. I picked it up when I was like you know, 22 or something. And so I know what it is to go through and have to force yourself to hear something correctly, learn it, say it correctly so people understand you. And so those are the things that I want to be able to teach. So I'm, I have created um, an online, what I, what I need to put out there. I've created my, my presentation. So I need to just like find a landing page to stick it on um, is for that to say, you know, okay, if you want to learn some phrases or you want to learn how to say things correctly, if you look at French words and you're like, how many of those letters do I say and how many don't I say, right? Because like, there's always those <laughs> letters that you don't pronounce. Um, that's what I'm offering. And then the second part of that is to create a video series and put that online. That would be the residual income portion um, only because once something is online and I can um, put links to it, you know, everywhere through marketing and things like that, um, that would be, you know, people around the world can be clicking on it and the money rolls in, you know, whenever. And I, when I say that I have the vision of, I was listening to your podcast, Jason, about when you, I'm sorry, about when you and Jason, um, were putting out your paradise pack and you were toying with the idea of doing Facebook ads and you tried one and then you realized <laughs> like, people are responding to this and you, and you kept upping it. And yeah. like the day Jason was getting married, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but you got, you were like creating this residual income stream with, without, you know, hardly trying. I mean, so you put the work and the effort into a super product and then put it out there and then just let that residual income keep happening. And so that's really my goal with, with the video series is to do that. Gotcha. So it's like, it's like, let's start trading time for money by doing one-on-one tutoring, which is great because you'll, mm-hmm. you'll kind of are, are using that as the base of then what you might teach in, in the course, like what you get asked by those people is then going to kind of come and help figure out what you actually will put as the product. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's, that's a great way to be able to see what are people interested? What do people want to know, you know, besides um, the very beginning, you know, the beginnings things that you need to know for learning a language, like the sounds of all of the letters. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's a great way to get that information um, and just be able to kind of have two things going at the same time. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I'm also getting my ESL certification because I want to, or I'm at, through Temple, a bridge Temple course, uh, because I want to be ready to teach English abroad. Um, that's really seems to be, it's prevalent. I mean, even here in San Antonio, I see ads for ESL teachers all the time. And so the more experience I gain in doing that, um, you know, I feel like I'm getting myself ready for when we are able to kind of just jump off and go somewhere else and, you know, can use that as a source of income as well. Yeah. And I think that's important that you're sitting there saying, all right, it's all around teaching languages. Like that's what I know. That's what I'm good at. That's what I, I've done personally, but there's, there's kind of a three pronged attack. One is like, Hey, I could, I could have a CSL certificate and teach in a school if we traveled abroad, or if I wanted to pop in and do tutoring somewhere, I can tutor online one-on-one. Let me get some customers, clients there or vice. And then the third would be, Hey, the main goal is eventually to have a course that then people can buy and I can make income. You know, we say passively, you know, I always hesitate because it's not, 
it's passive in that moment, but it wasn't passive building the whole thing. Right. And I think that a lot of times people do get sucked into the trap of like, oh, well, I can't trade my time for money. Like I have to build something that I can make passive income from. And you're sitting there saying, oh, well, no, like even in the beginning, even if I'm teaching one-on-one lessons, I like it. It, I get to pick who I want to work with. I get to pick when I want to work, you know? And so there is a lot of value in my mind to doing that, especially if you're someone who's starting out and saying, let me just figure out how to make money. That's, it's still dependent on me. Like it's still because I've done it, even Mm -hmm. if it's not this idea of making it passive with the idea of then eventually using that information to turn it into a course, kind of, kind of doing that. Now you mentioned, I just want to take it back to like the lifestyle, like a little away from the, what you're offering and the lifestyle you mentioned, Hey, there might be a time where we're able to go. And, and you said your kids are, you know, the youngest is about five years away, four years away from, from leaving yep. home. And uh, the other two will be gone by then. What does it like, have you and your husband sat there and talked about what it looks like for, for him, both like in his job and then also for when you, when you aren't going to be maybe at home, like, is it a four or five year plan? We have talked about it a bit. Um, I think he's excited to think of that time when he doesn't have to work for somebody else. And we're, you know, we've been kind of brainstorming and thinking, you know, what would it be? What should we do? You know, he could have a business. I could have a business. Um, And so I would say, yeah, it's looking like, you know, about a five-year plan only because right with the youngest going into eight, we've got five years left of having to stay here where their school is. Um, you know, I would even say if, if things start moving along, I mean, I, you know, I, I can't speak for my kids. Like, I don't know if they care about being pulled out of school. They probably will. So, but yeah, so let's say, you know, that particular time frame, we're thinking, okay, we'd be okay with putting the house up for sale, um, maybe turn it into a rental, I don't know. Um, and just take what we have and what we know and be able to, you know, let's find some place that we want to be for a time, whether it's, you know, a couple months, six months, you know, another, you know, year or whatever, and, and do that. So um, I'm trying to, to, while I'm building what I have, I'm also, you know, putting time into, um, you know, trying to think about and what it is that my husband can do. He has vast knowledge of automobiles and the auto industry. And he loves um, being able to just talk about anything, cars, Um, racing is his passion. So like we'd be really good in Germany and France, (laughs) Um, just anything that has to do with, with that. So, you know, we're also brainstorming about, you know, well, what can he start? You know, but while I'm kind of building what I already know I want to do, like what's something that he can build around, the things that he knows. Cause again, you know, I think it needs to be your passion, you know, like when you found what you wanted to do and you were able to speak about it, um, you know, it becomes easy ish just because it's something, you know, and you can get up every day and be okay with doing that and talking about it and putting the effort into that because it's something that you want. And then you realized, you know, I really love helping other people find this in their life. You know, if, if it's only going to be work and a job and a treasury every day, then it's not worth doing, right? So yeah, it, the passion that. definitely helps you, whether it be passion about the thing you're, you're, you're doing or passion because the thing you're doing is helping you get the lifestyle you want. Because sometimes people are like, well, I, I halfway like what I'm doing, but it's allowing me to 
travel, live in another country, whatever. So it's, you know, ultimately it's, it's feeding yeah. their final goal. Um, I think that is the thing that allows you then to, to, to get up and say, yeah, not every day is going to be great, but I'm willing to get past the obstacles because I know what's on the other side is better versus, oh, there's an obstacle in my way and I don't even like what I'm doing anyway, <laughs> you know, and there's nothing ahead of that. That, yeah. that is even enticing. Well, yeah, who cares? Let me just do the minimum amount possible to either earn a paycheck or get promoted or, or what have you. Uh, one of the things that I think is interesting about your story, and I want to get your feedback on this, on whether this is a blessing or a curse or where you think it falls, having kids and then having this five years, basically you're saying, yeah, we probably could pull the youngest out of school, but you know, if she's, if she's in age, we have five years, like this gives me a, a pretty long runway to get stuff started and get stuff going. Whereas a lot of people, I think with location independence, either their kids are younger or they don't have kids at all or anything like that. So they don't have as much of a maybe set parameters of saying like, here's when I'm going to, here's when I really want to be ready to go because this is, this is how our life is shaping up. This is the box that we're in right now. Here's when we're, we can leave and it makes the most sense. Do you find that that runway of five years is more a blessing or a curse? Is it something that, you're, I mean, obviously it gives you a lot of time to focus on stuff. Yeah. Or, or is it something you're like, oh my gosh, this is almost too far in the future that it makes me feel like I'm not pushing as much as I could? Great question. I would say... I think having the long time to plan is definitely, I will call it more of a blessing and having the family, you know, to be able to do it with only because I think that could always become shorter. Um, you know, if we wind up, you know, creating some kind of a business that's really taking off, um, I, I really don't see a problem with saying, okay, well, we could, we could be out of here in, in, four years or three years, or at least start taking some of those steps like downsizing or, you know, put the house up for sale and be somewhere else or, um, you know, make it a rental and be able to be somewhere else. Um, so, but I think it's, it's a good amount of time only because it's, I think we're, at least for me, you know, I still, I'm learning a lot of the aspects of building things, you know, what you need to know in the digital world to be able to be successful, you know, involves making a lot of connections with, with certain types of technology and just being able to make sure that it's always flowing, it's always working, you know, all the links are there, all the things are, are um, put in the right place correctly. And, and technology will change, you know, a year from now, two years, I mean, there'll be more things to have to consider. So I think I want to take that time to make sure that I'm learning it correctly. Um, I also would probably prefer, you know, that couple years at least of experience with teaching here in the U.S. before going off and teaching somewhere else. Um, and so I think that will help too. Um, overall, yeah, five years does sound kind of far, but it's, um, I think it'll be that time where we're, um, still, you know, kind of keeping our family together and and having that home base where you know we're going to be able to just make we'll we'll keep stewing here for a while and then we'll be just really ready to take off. Like year four to five is going to be, I think, is where it's going to be. Like, okay, we're we're checking off a lot of boxes and getting things right. and things done and everything. And so, um, I mean, 
2016 wasn't that far away and we're like halfway to 2020 already, right? So that's pretty much that four-year window right there. So it's it'll probably be here before we know it. Yeah, I like that. You're, you're essentially saying, I don't mind laying the groundwork. It might not look like a ton from the outside, right? Like all the stuff that it's like building a foundation of a house, right? You know, the foundation goes in, no one's paying any attention. All of a sudden the walls are up in like a day because it's not that hard to do, but it's the thing that everyone can see. And then, you know, all of a sudden the walls are up and then it takes them another three months because you're doing everything inside like electrical and plumbing. Again, no one sees any of that. And they're like, oh, well, it seemed like they were going so fast. It's like only what the outside people see that's probably going to be that last year, right? Oh my gosh, they put their house for sale. They they had a yard sale and got rid of all their stuff. Whatever it is that the rest of the world can see. Whereas you're saying, I'm cool with laying the foundation really solid right now, kind of coming up with that for a couple of years. And then, and then everything can then flow pretty, hopefully somewhat seamlessly, at least then as you get ready to take off. And I, I do think, I just think it's awesome to talk to you about that because it is a unique situation that, not a lot of people find themselves and I kind of did because I was leaving Japan and my teaching job in August. So I knew I had like eight months to build my business, which sounds short now. And it, and it certainly wasn't awesome at the end of eight months. Right. Right. But, it, and, but I was single and didn't have any responsibilities or anything like that other than, than my job. And uh, yeah, I think it was kind of neat. I liked having a bit of a, of a set date where a big life event was happening for me. It was, it was moving back to the stage for you. It'll be, Hey, our last kids out of, out of the house. You know, we're, we're shooting for this. If it happens quicker, then we either stay here and we just work for ourselves or we decide maybe we make a change, but you at least know there's an end point that gives you a bit of a solid, a solid stop at least. So. Yep. Awesome. What do you think then I'll, I'll leave everyone with this. You said, you know, you kind of first started learning about this only a year ago, which is which is pretty crazy to think that you didn't even know this lifestyle existed a year ago. But I know what you mean, because when I first found out about it, I'm like, how did my like, how did my brain even function not knowing about this? Right. Like now that I know about it, 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 it seems common sense. Sure. People can work online and it, there's people out there doing it. But all of a sudden you're putting a face to to a story and all that because you're, you're hearing people in L.I., you're, you're listen to our podcast, things like that. What do you think then has been the biggest difference or the best thing that has occurred from joining the location indie community from a year ago where you just started learning about this to where you are now? If you could pinpoint one or two things to say, yeah, this was the, the big thing that's changed in my life or the most important thing that's happened to me because I was inside of LI. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say definitely the exposure to other people that are actually living that life and be, hearing hearing other people's stories, you know, whether it's, you know, was something that happened quickly for them or over time, um, the highs and the lows, you know, all of the mistakes, all of the successes, all of those, those um, different things that everyone has talked about, um, either, you know, on the different podcasts and all the guests you've spoken to. Definitely from everyone in the community, just because right here is where we're seeing each other, you know, face to face a few times a month with all of the different calls that you organize and all the different topics. And so I think um, that has been a, a huge inspiration just to know that there's people out there that are not going to be the naysayers, but there's they're going to actually be the ones saying, yeah, sure, like try this, that'll work out or, you know, do it this way or, you know, um, yeah, go for it. You know, basically just having a community of people saying go for it. 
Um, and then definitely just all the advice that has come through that definitely when it comes to the very technical things, like I wasn't a person to say, well, let me just start doing Google searches on how do I build a website? I mean, I, I'm not going to put the time into that. I, I just, I'm like, it's almost too much for my brain, but because people have come on and said, Oh, go to this website or, you know, I do this with WordPress or try Hootsuite or try, you know, there's things that Constant Contact will help you with. Just all the different resources that are have been used and tried by others. And so I know, okay, like I won't waste my time if I start going into this because it's being used and someone's using it and they've recommended it. So that's a, that's been, I think, the biggest thing, you know, compared to a year ago where I was just sitting there thinking to myself, like, these people are so lucky. but it's but it's it's more than that because they've taken the steps and they put themselves out there and really that's the only thing separating me from other people it's not that only certain people get to be the lucky ones or only certain people you know are blessed with certain talents that they can do that stuff it's really you know for anyone to be able to just put one foot in front of the other and say "Um, i'll take that step and i'll try that sure Yeah, I think it is. I think that's the beauty of the community. And that's what we try to do on the member of the month calls here with you, Lisa, and everyone who's come before you. And then also all the podcasts, even if it's just Jason and I talking, it's just to storytell and say, listen, now you get to you get to hear someone's story who said they felt a certain way and you might feel that way as well. And here's where they are a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. Because it really, the Location Indie journey, is, as we see inside the Location Indie community, and is all shapes, sizes, people from different backgrounds, people from different parts of the country, parts of the world with different skills. And I think that the cool part of that is that there isn't a one-size-fits-all or, hey, you have to be this way to be location independent. And then right. if you're not a certain way, what's cool is then if someone is, yeah, you just want a recommendation. You're like, I don't care enough to research about all the best blah, 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 blah. Just tell me what to do and I'm willing to put the work in. And then when someone does and they say, hey, download this program or build your website this way or follow this tutorial, you just can sit there and say, cool, someone who knows more about this recommends this. Now I can, now I'm willing to do it instead of kind of spending your time, you know, spinning your wheels saying, well, let me try to figure out something or the best way to do something that I don't even really know about, or I don't have any background. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. When, when uh, Mitch was on his call last week and he was saying, Hey, I think we're all millennials here. Um, I was about to type in, dude, I'm Gen X. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm old school. <laughs> so it's, you know, and not that Gen X people can't, you know, get on and start like creating their own stuff. But it's just, it's that to me, it's that whole, like, there's so much out there right now. Um, I would, I appreciate that people have already tested things out and I'll listen to, I'll just listen to what someone says, you know, Hey, look at this. It works. This is a good resource. Use this website, go to that thing. Um, you know, just cause I, I want to use, you know, maximize my time and my efforts. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lise. We appreciate you being such an awesome member of Location Indie. I love to hear your journey. I think it's especially important too, like you said, being someone who is Gen X, who said, all right, I don't come from a tech background and I don't either. And I can tell people that over and over and over again, but yet there's still people who are like, oh no, you know how to do all this tech stuff. I'm like, no, I don't. I really have no idea what I'm doing half the time. Um, but saying, being open, honest and saying, I don't understand that. I, and I have kids. 
and we're on this five-year plan. And it might not look like what people assume is the traditional or normal location independent journey of, yeah, I'm in my mid-20s. I don't like my job. Here I go. Let me go to Thailand, right? Like we all have mm-hmm. that in our heads sometimes. And right. yet most people aren't that avatar. They're, they're their own unique personality. They're their own unique situation. And I loved having you come on and, and kind of share that and saying, I'm doing it despite all these other things that might not make me fit into the box that someone would originally or, or kind of think of when they think of someone who's becoming location independent. Um, and so I just appreciate your enthusiasm and, uh, and you're always on the cause and you're so um, positive and it was awesome to get to hang out with you in person. So I just want to say thank you for being an amazing part of the LI community and being so supportive of others and being so willing to share your journey and open about the situations that you find yourself in. So thank you so much, Lise. Yeah, totally. I'm glad that you were all out there and that, uh, you know, you had it in you with Jason to, to go a further step and create the community, you know, cause it's, again, you, you know, you're thinking, I don't know if anyone's going to listen to this, but let's do it anyway. Right. And, and here we are, you know, however members strong and yep. um, awesome. however many people have joined in. Yeah. So it's, it's good. Um, I will say I'm also going to, I, well, and you guys all know, cause you probably are in your own mastermind group, but you know, my mastermind group has been great for just bouncing things off and um, just getting, you know, just us like, being able to spur each other on. And then every once in a while, I do need to kind of clear my head and go out for a run. And I have this song that I listened to. So I just dropped it in. I'm going to drop it in the um, chat box. It's only, I mean, I listen to it on Spotify, but um, it's this song called Cray Button because every once in a while, I just have to like tell myself, okay, like get out of my head, stop thinking too much about things and just like do something like just today to like make something happen for the business. And so like this song is great because I, it's very upbeat and fast. I run to it and it's just like, it makes me think, all right, like go do something. So you just got to get crazy sometimes. That's kind of what the whole point of it is. There you go. And I think we're all, we're already there. So we're good. Right. Um, but sometimes, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Lisa. Well, thank you so much guys. If you're listening to this podcast and you're interested in checking out the location indie community, of course you can go to location put your email in there. If you're not a part of our newsletter list, you'll get some awesome free goodies. And you will also know when we open up the community again to new members. So that does not, it's not open all the time. We only open it up a couple times a year. So make sure you hop on the email newsletter list so you know when it's open. And then you can come and join us and be crazy with us inside the location of the community. So Lise, thank you so much. Super appreciate you popping on today. Everyone who is on the call live, thank you guys for joining. And of course, if you're a member of Location Indy, we will see you on the inside. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today on our very special monthly bonus episode where we highlight a Location Indie member and their story. If you're interested in joining Location Indie and learning more about what goes on in our community, check us out at locationindie.com. You can hop on the newsletter and be the first to know when the community opens up again. We'll chat with you soon. See you next time. Peace.